0: Hello and welcome to the T's and C's podcast. My name is Tasha Duffy. And I'm Christine Barnes. We're all guilty
1: of sending podcast length voice notes, so we decided to share them with you. In this week's episode, we have current stand-in captain of Shelburne women's team, Rachel Graham. Rachel talks to us about playing for the Ireland squad, coaching, and to chat all about World Cup 2023 and how we all need to get behind the girls in green this summer. Welcome, Rachel. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. Tasha and myself have been dying, like... All the time we say we want to have women in sport and all that stuff on the podcast. But it's serious though, because the way that women have come on, I know it's been happening for years, but it's like it's the pot is bubbling and it's just about to boil over. And we wanted to get a perspective from yourself. And obviously you grew up, Tasha knew you growing up in primary school and stuff like that. So we just kind of wanted to get a feel for where you are at the minute, what it's like at Shells, what it was like to play for Ireland, just about you in general. So if we go back to the start... Tell us how you got into football. Where did your love for football come from?
2: So I feel like I always had a love for it. I don't feel like it was one day I kind of woke up and thought, you know, I really want to try this. I want to do it. I just felt like it was something I always had. I played out on the street with my brothers, my friends. I used to go watch my brother play. Um, and then it wasn't until I was 11, which is old enough yeah. um, that I said to my dad, I want to join a team. So he brought me down to Trinity, which was the local team. And um, we went up down to training and he brought me up to the manager of the under 11s team. Um, now straight away, my dad said, look, have a girlish wants to join your team. And he just said, no, straight away. Now I, I still believe it was because I'm a girl.
1: Oh no, because it was a
2: boys team, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Well, it, it should have been mixed, but there mixed. was no okay. girls on the team. Yeah. Um, I just, I do still feel it was just, he took one look at me and said, no, we're full, he said. And he sent me over to a team who were playing on the other pitch and the manager there, they had another girl on the team. He was like, "Yeah, absolutely, come on, no problem." No um, but it actually turns out they were too old; they were under 12s So he sent me to another team, which was a uh, under eleven. But you it was like, like
1: Mary and Joseph, and I go around to different names.
2: <laughs> um, and they were a seven side team, and he took me in straight away. Um, and that was my first team. Um, yeah. I played there until I was under fourteen, and then I had to leave because you can't at the time you couldn't play past under thirteen with boys. Yeah, so join the girls' team. So I went and joined Rohini United and played there under-14s right up until we merged with Shelburne eventually, probably like eight years ago. Yeah. Um, so I've only really kind of played for two clubs, three clubs. Um, but was very successful with Rohini. Um We went into the National League the first few years of the National League. But Rohini is a grassroots club, essentially, and they just didn't have the budget and they couldn't facilitate what we needed. So we then merged with Shelburne. Uh, which is a League of Ireland club. Yeah. And then have you just grown a since big then? Club. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, growing up, was there different things? Like you said there, that it was a boys' team, well, a mixed team that you joined, really. Did you struggle as a girl finding your feet within the sport itself? As in, like, did you think, like, this isn't made for girls? Were you made to feel that way? Do you know what I mean? Because it's not, it's, it should be equal. Everyone can be. There's, there's some of the best footballers in the world now are women. Yeah, like they're yeah. literally real and everything. So was there ever a time that you were like, ah, uh, it's only just for the love of it that I'm doing it sort of thing?
2: To be honest, not really. Like I just had such a love for it that nothing yeah. was ever going to turn me away. But I do see why girls would drop out. I mean, I had to get changed in the dressing with the boys. And that just meant like I had to have a top one underneath my jersey that I couldn't take my jersey off on and on. Um, I couldn't, you know, the boys would go toilet at the side of a pitch. I obviously couldn't do yeah. anything like that. So they're the reasons why girls drop out as well. And I know the FEI have put a bid now for funding to try and improve all our facilities and try and, you know, decrease the level of girls who are dropping out. But I, I never felt, I always felt accepted mm. by the boys. Now I was a big tomboy growing up. Yeah, my, God, my friends are boys, so I just, it was what I was comfortable with. But no, I never felt out of place, but I can see why girls would feel that way, definitely. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because you see, like, even like, like I say now, these days, it's just girls, clubs, girls, clubs, girls. It's like anything that you think of in the papers or anything like that. Like, what are the boys football team doing now for Ireland? Do you know what I mean? I know they are trying their best, to be fair. Personally, I think the team that we have in the men's uh, Irish team at the minute are one of the strongest teams and are going to be quite strong. Most of the lads that are in it are quite young at the minute still. So we have progression to grow together. I think it's a managerial problem, in my opinion. But the girls are just absolutely flying it. They're on fire. Like, what do you think in terms of what's going on at the minute with the girls, with the World Cup and stuff like that?
2: I mean, it's it's unbelievable for, not even for women's football, it's unbelievable for the country. Like, yeah. we're going to a World Cup in I two know. weeks. Our first game is in, what, three weeks? Yeah. And usually, like, the country, you know, we love a bandwagon. Yes. Usually the country comes to a standstill. Um, the only problem or issue might be that the games are on very early. That yeah. you know you can't have your evening barbecues and watch it. But I still think we'll get big numbers. I'm traveling over myself to watch I the am. games.
1: Yeah. Right. Wait. 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 Before we go on and talk properly about the World Cup, because we want to just draw back a little bit. So you have actually been in like the Women's UEFA Champions League and stuff. Let's talk about that first. Let's go. We'll go
2: in timeline. Yeah. And it's, then we'll bring it's it up. Funny you mention actually because we're playing it this year, but the draws tomorrow. No yeah, way. To see where we're going. Uh, it's tomorrow at twelve o'clock, so it's an exciting day tomorrow for us as well.
1: Unreal. Mm.
2: But it's funny actually. The first year, I mean, I grew up watching Champions League, and I was like, I just the best first is the year. best. Like- yeah. So in order to get to Champions League, you have to win the League of Ireland in Ireland. Um. So I remember the first year we won it, and I was just amazed. I was I'm going to play in the Champions League. I can't believe it. Um. And I remember the day we tuned in to watch the the draw live being streamed. And I was like, I can't wait to see where we go. Like, so excited. No. Uh, Rahini pulled out who goes into pot B. And the host is Northern Ireland. No. So I had dreams. I was going somewhere in Europe. <laughs> no. And it was an hour and 20 of the road. We got a bus. I was so disappointed. But look, we had a brilliant time. Uh, it was a real eye opener to the level of, you know, what's expected for there. And this would be my fifth time this year playing in the Champions League. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you got drawn Northern Ireland more than once. Yeah. So we've. This will be the fifth time this year, um. So we've played in a four times. Twice we've got Northern Ireland, so oh very God. unlucky. Yeah. Where did you get the other times? So the next time, so we went to Northern Ireland, and then we went to Romania the next okay. time. Now it was like nearly thirty degrees heat. We were trying to play in. The food was horrendous. Oh no. Yeah, it was really a bad experience. Um. So the following year we got Northern Ireland, and we were almost like relieved that look, it's not going to be roast and hot. We know the food; it's fine. There's not a lot of travel. We had a bit of travel to get Romania, and then, um, but we actually when we played in Romania, we actually got out of the group. We were the first team in Ireland no ever to way. win all three games. Yes, yeah, so we topped the group, the qualifying group, um, which went we went into the last 32 of the Champions League, mm-hmm. uh, where we drew Bristol um, City at the time. Sorry, Bristol Academy. We drew, and look, they were probably miles ahead of us. You know, we were really out of our depth. They beat us. I think it was four 0 in the first leg, and. 2-1 in the second leg but the 4-0 game in fairness 3 to get the goals came one in the last 10 minutes and 2 came in the last like 5 or 6 minutes we were just dead in our feet we didn't have the the engines that they had and then last year we played in Slovenia so the form has changed a little bit where there's 2 there's 4 teams so there's like 2 semi-finals The so 2 winners play a final and go on so we won our first game and um, again it was like nearly twenty degrees heat we were dead after like 15 yeah. minutes I remember looking at the clock and that was I was like, it must be nearly half time, It was like 15 minutes gone. You do be dead even on holidays, oh don't you, walking yeah. around yeah, it, it. Never mind playing a football match. It's tough, yeah. And obviously we played the team from Slovenia and they're well used to it, you know. We're definitely yeah. not. It's not like you come from a country that's hot all the time. Exactly. But then when you get there, you're like, oh, what? Yeah, exactly. It's a shock to the system, but... um, you just get a few days before or whatever to train see, in it or... Just with, like, the budget we would have No, We got there, I think, two days before this first match. But look, that's not enough time to climatize. Yeah. Um, but we scored early on the match and then we just held on far for our lives and got the win 1-1-0. Unreal. And then we played um, as like a semi-professional professional team in the next leg, but they were just too much for us. Um, they beat us 3-0 in the end. But it was a brilliant experience. And then our draw is tomorrow, like I said, so we'll see where we get tomorrow. And is it really like, you know, when you like see things on, I always refer to tell, telly,
1: but you know, like with football, like when you go, is it like, right, curfew, you have to go to bed at this time, you have to only eat this sort of like, Is
2: it really that strict? It's yeah, like we so obviously the sun was really hot and we were kinda of told, Look, stay as much in the shade as you as you can and I think one day we just wanted to get milk for cups of tea to have in the room and I was trying to walk to the shops and the manager's like, Where are you going? I was like, I told you couldn't go anywhere. I was like, I'm 32 years of age. I'm yeah. to <laughs> go to this shop across the road. But you obviously have to prepare as best you can. So we got sent back to our room and they sent someone else to the shop then who was part of the staff.
0: They're like, We have someone that does that for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it was
2: just to keep us out of the sun as much as we could. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And were they great experiences, like being part of the Champions
2: League? Were they, would they be some of your favourites? Ah, oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's not something that everybody gets to do. And I remember the first time it was really, you know, it was kind of special. Um, very much an eye-opener to the level of what's out there yeah. and what, you know, the level we would need to get to. So we were a bit naive in the first time we went. We learned a lesson um, and then realised, you know, we might have to defend a bit more than we usually do. And then the next year obviously progressed and then, obviously missed out on the other two times but hopefully this time again you know another year under our belt more experience the younger players are a year older that um we might get lucky and lucky you need a good draw um but yeah if you get get a good draw good place to go there's we definitely have a chance so did you get northern ireland this time did you think oh
1: say the it, it draws, tomorrow. draws tomorrow yeah it, draws tomorrow, but it is a,
2: a possibility so we have <gasps> the list the of possibilities? possibilities oh there's about there's probably about 20 places oh really so what happens is there's uh four teams get put in a group and some one of the teams can offer to host okay yeah so if no one offers to host it gets pulled out of a hat and they have to host it then okay but yeah now we have a list of like probably 20 countries and some are like set like Georgia is one um belarus like oh ukraine i think is on it so i, I hope yeah. they don't host it yeah <laughs> but um there's a few that are bad bad journeys that we're kind of trying to avoid and yeah. is there a possibility that we're going to end up hosting it uh, do you know what I actually asked the club and they said the reason we can't host is because you have to put the four teams up in a hotel right. I was like but what's obviously going on we just oh, oh, couldn't yeah, get the accommodation the yeah we just no room for, to put them up and we would have to stay in a hotel as well that's one of the way for real so it okay. can't even be us going home like it's four full teams which bring a probably, team home yeah yeah <laughs> ma'am, get the air beds out pump them up long. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> we're in rooms out. yeah it doesn't look like we're going to host it which is a shame it would have yeah. been nice to have a, a game in Tolka for our fans and we actually had fans travel last year to Slovenia um, and one flew over watched our first match flew back to watch the Shells men's team play against Bowe's and flew back to watch us in our second oh game against Slovenia gosh. so there's some hardcore fans so it would have been nice to get is though isn't yeah. it though it's really rooted through families and i know it
1: is in england as well but i just think like a lot of families in ireland it's literally just spread through everyone that you live eat breathe football i
0: remember when my brother started playing football (laughs) he was playing for trinity and i said i think they were losing 32 (gasps) nil one day and my mom's like come on now graham you're doing a great job and i was like "Matt, they're shy (laughs) and she was like nah they're doing brilliant and i'm like no ma'am but like you kept on going and you're still playing yeah
1: Well, right now, a bit, but yeah. and like they literally like you plan your day around watching matches, yeah, and the same yeah. with you, like you'd probably be making decisions, being like, No, football's first, that can come second, sort of thing. Like, so it's deadly when you do have fans like that. It's good for you to know that
2: you Sleepy have the support, media. yeah, yeah. That's what you obviously have to sacrifice a lot to get to a high level. And it's yeah. nice to you know see payback where you're going to play in different countries and there's fans coming to watch our game, so. Now, it is tough at times, I won't lie. It's hard to, you know, you have to almost sacrifice a lot of your life and your social life, but I do think it is worth it when you You, you look do back think it and... is. Was there,
1: was there anything, like, significant that you think, oh, I missed out on that to play football?
2: It's not even that you missed out. It's more like your time is not your own. Yeah. It's like, you know, you look so, I'll go away on holiday, but oh, I'll have a fixture that week. I can't, or we'll have training, and I can't do that. It's more... You just have to plan everything around your schedule. Yeah. The football yeah. schedule. Like you don't have your but own But you have time. a good family behind you as well. And they've always supported you since the start. Oh, yeah. It? Like yeah. My, my mom and dad have come driving me all over the country. And, yeah. you know, they're still coming still to the, the games. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my yeah. brothers and sisters and stuff. So they really are supportive. And yeah. even stuff that I'm doing after football and outside, it's the real support as well. And you need that. I think you need 100%. support of people around. Yeah, a strong support mm.
1: system. And come here, just come into my head. I never even thought to write this down earlier on, but do women players get paid for playing in League
2: of Ireland? So this is the first year that the league has gone professional. Like it has a professional status. Yeah. Now, like even in the men's side, they struggle to get paid. They They do. do. So we don't, we wouldn't have the budget for that. Yeah. Um, I think Shamrock Rovers are the only ones who have players on professional contracts. But we do, we get um, our expenses. Okay, yeah. Not long ago, we had to pay to play in the League of Ireland. We were paying €300 a year like to register sure, yeah to register oh, wow. to pay. no way so even when that got wiped that was a big thing for us that yeah. like we don't have to pay and now we're getting our expenses so you get you know a few euro every week it's it's nice yeah do you get sponsorships from like car dealerships and for with your cars or anything? Um, i don't anyway So yeah. yeah some more high profile my might... shout out anyone who's looking yeah. to sponsor yeah. Shelburne <laughs> player yeah. we have rachel graham here yeah. <laughs> no i i personally don't have anything like that um I did once or twice get the 300 sponsored by like the Sparrow the centre, which was, yeah. you know, handy, but yeah. I've, no, I've no, no deals around like Because that's what, like. when
0: we had Lindsay Davey on, she yeah. plays for the Dublin GAA team, and she was saying now as well, it's only like kind of Recently, now, yeah, yeah, that they're getting expenses and stuff like that. Or getting the cars or yeah. whatever, like, yeah. She doesn't play though anymore. No, she's
2: retired, oh, yeah, she's retired now. <laughs> I
0: was yeah. like, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah now she's, she's retired, retired yeah. Um, so you got called up to the Irish team
1: in 2013. I did. What is that like to get that phone
2: call? It's 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 funny like because um, I had no idea. How um, old were you at the time? God it would have been like 24, 25. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I know someone got injured and they were going to the Cyprus Cup. So you got to Cyprus for 10 days and you played three or four matches. Um, so I only got a phone call the day before to say look so-and-so has been injured can you come? So I had to get everything sorted within a day and it was funny like my sister just got an operation on her knee and she's obviously one of my biggest kind of supporters all the way through and I went around to tell her in person and it was like the scene did see Charlie in the chocolate factory with the yeah, granddad yeah. in the bed oh. so she was bed bound her knee up and I told her and she jumped up out of the bed oh so my god yeah, with joy now she's left with a bad knees so I don't know what I'm to that <laughs> but she was just so happy um, but yeah that was a brilliant experience Um I was kinda of in and out for years. I was never really like a staple player. Um I got six caps, look which is very I'm very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Great to say, yeah. But um look, obviously the girls are flying now and it's brilliant to see and off to a World Cup. I mean there's no bigger stage than a World Cup. No. Yeah, I'm brilliant. I just I can't wait to see how they do. I know. It's so exciting. Yeah.
1: Like I can do you know what actually, now you are just um talking about it, I we were saying um a little while ago how amazing it is with women's sport, if anyone didn't notice. Tasha was just a couple of minutes late to the pod today. Uh, so t- hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so we were just chatting and I was saying like that women's sport, like we always say, it's coming on leaps and bounds. Yeah. But a story when I was thinking about this podcast episode today was I used to live in Southampton um, for a few years. And I went back over last summer to see some of my friends. And it was me and Claire that went. And we went for a walk one of the days. And we came back, we were staying near the shopping center. And as I was walking around, I was like, what the hell is that? Because they'd done up loads of stuff since I'd lived there. And I was like, this is mad, like, what is that? And there was all these massive screens, right? In like the, so say the, I'm trying to think of, say Dundrum, you know, outside where the water features are in Dundrum, the little lake thing. So say it's out there and they had these massive screens out, right, huge cinema size screens. And then these huge massive like deck chairs. It was almost like if you sat in one, it would make you look like a leprechaun. And it was like summer in um, I think they look like summer. A yeah, you know, like the, so the chairs were massive. Oh, like it was the big deck chairs. Yeah, by the beach. but it was for loads of people to sit in, so it would oh, fit yes. like three or four <laughs> adults. They were huge, and I was like, "What is all this about?" And they had like fake sand and all. And I was like, "This is so mad!" And it was like summer, summer something. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, there was like a fake bar, or not a fake bar. There was a small little bar there at all this fake sand and all. And I'd seen it a couple of times. I was like, "This is so random that this is just in the middle of a shopping center. Like, what's going on?" And I forgot that obviously England, the lionesses, were in the World Cup final. Oh, so
0: they had set or the Euros. Euros, Sorry, the Euros.
1: They had set this up in every town centre across the UK because not everyone has access to be able to watch the matches because they were on like BT or Sky Sports or whatever. Yeah. So they set up these areas in every town in order for all of these people to watch the girls play. Nothing to do with the lads. Yeah. Nothing to do with anything. This is to watch the Lionesses play last year. And I remember being there being like, oh my God, the support. Look at that for women's football. I know. That is incredible. And we actually passed it the night of the final. We came back up. And I mean, the place was jammed. Really? It was like being at a football match. Like there was just the scenes. Everyone's Everyone was singing it. and watching all the telly, sitting in all the chairs, drinking. Like they're just having a great time. Like there was no messing or anything. they were literally just
2: there chanting all the girls match. on and they won. It was actually, I, I'm i pretty sure it was the um, highest attended Euros final ever, that one. Really? Like met, met, yeah, that men and women. M- I just got shivered. shiver that. That's The mad. three highest... Uh, attended sporting events that year were women's events wow um, that just shows you
0: yeah we are we're here to take over we here to take part
1: so what do you think about <laughs> the draw then the other day did you have a look at it and see the team that was drawn for the World Cup
2: the uh, Our, squad list yeah yeah. Um, strong yeah I think the biggest talking point is probably leaving Jamie Finn out which is yeah. like really tough for her I mean she's played most of the qualifying games she played against Scotland in the playoff Um like Vera did say it was her toughest decision to make um, but I feel I don't know if you've seen Ireland played Zambia last week Yeah. yeah. so all the players who played in that were the ones who were kind of on the fringe she wasn't sure about Okay. But Jamie didn't even feature in that game and then you know to not even get a chance at your last audition say Yeah. and then to be told no after being such a big part of getting the team there I so really... she didn't even get picked for that match then was it but she was in the squad but she didn't get to play okay. but they played Heather Payne right wing back who is probably going to be the starting player. I mean, yeah. you know she's gone. You know she's going to start. Give Jamie a chance. Yeah. So, and I know Jamie personally, and I know she's, I've heard she's in a bad way. I was chatting with her sister, and she's really distraught about oh, it. Oh. Yeah. God, I really, I, she's the one I feel the most for. Mm. Yeah.
0: Mm.
1: And it's a long, it's a long way for them to go. Like, do you think that's going to be hard for them having to go the whole way to Australia?
2: That's what, so Jamie's in as one of the reserve players. So they three reserve players okay. come with them. Um, so if anyone gets injured, 24 hours before that Australia game and um, they can bring one of these players in so look okay. they've two friendlies to play a full training camp like chances are someone could pick up some sort of knock and Jamie go, does get in but like obviously you don't wish an injury on anybody yeah. but um, so obviously because we're so far away we have to bring our reserve players with us, yes, whereas Australia of course their three players will be at home and they get called in mm. but um, yeah it's a long way to go and you know it's so fresh they fly next week like it's still gonna be painful next week for yeah um, to travel all that way with the team and train with the team not
0: know if she'll get oh. her game
2: yeah it's not gonna be easy but I, I think she would regret if she doesn't go as a training player you were at um, a press conference last night was it it was like send off for the oh, okay. team so off the ball hosted um, an event um, Sky put it on to Sky are the sponsors of the women's team right it was actually really good it was just like um, they had Vera and Katie up on stage it was like a and a with some of the players and they had a comedian then Gavin James finished the show up. but it was just basically to, you know congratulate yeah. them and create a bit for of hype the team that yeah, was yeah and send them and, off they can send off they deserve yeah 100% I was saying um,
0: so this obviously I arrived late but but um, me and my fiance Gary went to watch Rachel play there a couple of weeks ago and we were having a discussion in the car and like on the way up and we were saying how like, lads, I feel, aren't threatened by women, right? They're like, oh, I'd beat that. I'd, I'd play the whole team and i still win, right? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then we went to watch the match and then Gary said after it, what did you think? And I said, I've never seen formation played in like a man's team a men's team yeah. like I have in the women's team that played that day I the was she, like I couldn't like, get over how everyone just stayed like where they were supposed to be and not fucking ran over here ran went have there have to get like, involved with everything I was <laughs> like they're so fucking good and Gary was like I know I knew you were going to say that I knew that's what you were going to pick out and I was like honestly though like lads think oh i have to play with the whole fucking 11 and I'm 12 no 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 like I don't believe it I'm sorry I actually couldn't get over the formation of the whole game and everything. I was like, everyone's in their place. Well
1: done, girls. Well done. Yeah, it's 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 sign of good training and stuff, and it's a sign of oh, good communication. Oh, yeah, and the good team listening. Able to keep that. Yeah, that's
0: what they say. If you're able to keep the shape. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. You could <laughs> tell that they definitely listened to their coaches. Which is <laughs> shout out to Joey Malone. Gary's yeah. uncle is their yeah. assistant coach. <laughs> but um, yeah, because I'd been chatting to Joey, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask um, this girl that I know, Rachel Graham, on the podcast, and he was like. You do know she's our captain at the minute. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but talking
2: about that match, Hannah Healy. Oh, yeah. Scary. Tell us about it. So Hannah Healy is one of our young players who's come to our academy. Um, she turned 15 in December. Yeah, no. I know. Playing That's on the, on the yeah. team. And she's like a serious future ahead of her. Um, she came into her team, not a bother, straight in. I think she scored a goal in her debut it was a pre-season friendly but we got a pen and we made our take and she scored she was delighted but um she scored a goal yeah she's really really it's, it's scary she's to see how young they are yeah I mean, 15 and she's only gone 15 not long but we with girls yeah. like what would be the oldest on your team yeah, it's well it's me Pearl Noel and yeah. Gemma are all in the same year yeah um, and we're all 34 like- this year now they look at us like we are l ones, um. but that
1: but even looking when you're looking at the the squad that was called the other night for the Ireland team, the yeah. difference mm-hmm. in age there, it goes from I think when I looked at it earlier on, it's from eighteen to thirty is it thirty seven or thirty six something like that. I think the oldest would be thirty five. Like that's yeah. crazy. I like know. that's nearly double the age of the youngest person yeah. on the team. Like, yeah. but it's brilliant to see because hundred oh, percent you wouldn't really see that. You do see obviously different in age with... um. With men's teams, but a lot of the time, if they're at 34, they be like, "Ah, oh, this is their last shot. They're yeah. done. Then it's over for them. They're kind of retiring or whatever." You're not hearing any of that now for the women's team. No, look, none they of it. Like, like look
2: after themselves really yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah. I think you need a mix. I think you need a bit of experience there and some youth in the team. It's just getting that balance right is is the key thing. So, Emily yeah, is the one thing. to watch then for sure. 100 percent. Yeah, definitely. She's unbelievable. Definitely, yeah, we've actually some really other good young players as yeah. well. Um. We have Rebecca Devereaux, who's the same age. She's just so injured at the moment. And then we have like players on our own are 17. So are excellent. And they're definitely coming through to take care of spots soon enough. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> the Shells Academy has always been
1: known though, hasn't it? Like I remember from when I was a kid, yeah. anyone who was like going for trials or anything like that, I was and going to Shells, going yeah. go Shells, going to Shells. Like they, you never, the Pats Youth Academy is really good as well. But I've heard the Shells one is like the one, especially for kids. It's really kid friendly. A lot of money put into it and stuff like that. So but yeah. sadly to see, yeah. it's obviously working.
2: Yeah, look, they've really good coaches at the underage as well and obviously try and make it as fun as possible for the, the young kids. But it's great now that they can see the likes of Hannah. Yeah. Thinking like, oh God, she was only in the academy like last year, the year I before, know. that could be me in two or three years. Yeah. So it's brilliant. And all our under-17s team came out to support her, which was nice to see as well. Brilliant. Aww, thank you. And another thing from that
0: match as well that I went to see was um the young girls like running on the pitch, cheers and everything. And they all had this sheet of paper, something obviously with the Whole team on it, and they're running up to them all asking for their autographs, and all and I was like, Oh my god, like this is so. And there was a
2: group down from Donegal, weren't they? Yeah, that and was there a was team, about yeah. hell, I'd say there was like over 100 of them, was there? That's what it's a team from up north where that yeah. uh, terrible accident yes. was. Yeah, so they've set up a team since then, and they've obviously have a load of girls' teams, or and they brought them down brought to watch down. us, yeah, but they were so they played the time at half lives. time as yeah. well, and then they all came on the pit. Like, you want to see the girls'
0: faces, like looking up to the the team like I was just like Gary look at that that is
2: amazing to be like we could be doing that like you know what I mean
0: like yeah, it was that's so good a, yeah it's
2: brilliant because even like three or four years ago like, we didn't have that. like that it was just your yeah. friends and family in the crowd yeah. but now we have the likes of that we have like say, you do the, invite teams down don't yeah, you? We, yeah we We invite teams and they can play at half time yeah. and get a taste of it and stuff but um, we have other kind of hardcore fans who are like would have been the men's fans originally who have kind of come on and support us okay, as well so yeah. it's a great mix at the moment yeah it's amazing isn't it?
1: so good and then Tash was telling me earlier
2: on we were talking about coaching there a second ago are you getting in yourself involved in the coaching so I've done my badges I've done my A license Um I to be honest I just don't really have the time for it at the moment uh, we train three nights a week and then play on a weekend so to fit in another coaching uh, on top of that it's, yeah. it's quite a lot so I've done a little bit more so at underage um, but I kind of think now I'll, I'll finish out playing and then I'll, I'll give it a proper go
1: yeah and yeah. how long do you think you'll
2: do more like are you like I'm going to keep going till I can't go anymore sort of thing that's like I'm 34 now in two weeks and I kind of always said as long as I'm enjoying it I'm still competitive within the team and yeah. obviously my body can take it I'll play but um, there's definitely a few more aches and pains and you know niggles every now and again but look we're getting we're getting through the matches it's the recovery that's getting harder yeah yeah exactly
0: Rachel we're still only young ones exactly that's so funny
1: isn't it you know like when we were like actually teenagers you'd be looking at people in their 30s like oh my god they're so old and now we're that age and we're like I feel so young and even though sometimes when people refer to them they're like oh that young one over there to refer to I'm like yeah see yeah I (laughs) am still young (laughs) but I've always wondered you mentioned there a minute ago about your coaching badges are they
2: expensive to do? Um, yeah, they are, but I've been lucky. I done my, um, my UA for B license in college. So it was part of okay. my college course. Deadly. And then I got funded to do the A license. Oh, um, very good. I think the A license is, oh, I like it's nearly 2000 euro, nearly probably more. Um, and then there's people that fly in to do it from England. Yeah. And then they obviously like have to do accommodation on top of that. Like people that are playing thousands. Yeah. 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 Now I was very lucky to get a funded from UEFA to do it. So uh, very blessed for that. Very so what grateful. did you study in college then? I went to IT Carlo and studied sports management. Oh, very yeah. good. So yeah. But on, was uh, the, that. the other side of that is you train full time as well. So it's right. like a football element to it as well.
0: Brilliant. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. that's so good I, the reason I'm asked about the coaching badges is because so my dad's a manager he used to play uh, for Pats and he's younger and she has actually as well but he is always giving out <laughs> about-, <laughs> about badges because he's always like I'm like dad. Why don't you go for that job? Why don't you do that? Whatever the lads on the team will be slagging and being like, oh digger, we'll get a new manager next year. Don't worry." He's like, yeah, go on, get your manager with all their badges. Just because they have the badges doesn't oh, mean they he have, doesn't the have the badges. No, because he okay. went. To, he got his first round. I'm not sure what the, what way they go, but he got the first ones years ago in Scary's Town. When they, I think it was like one of the first ones that got brought over. I think it was like 2000 or something, and they brought someone over to Scary's Town to teach it there or to train it or whatever way you do it. And then to go on and do more, he did look into it. But it was the time that you needed to do them. Like you had to set aside. It was a specific time that the trainer would be over to do it with you. And then it cost so much money. He was like, oh, I'll do it again. I'll yeah, do it yeah. again. I'll do it again. And he kind of just pushed it off. And now he's 66 And he's like Oh I shouldn't have said that She's going to kill me But he's 66 You're well digger yeah. <laughs> And he's like I don't give a bollocks I've played football My whole life He was like And I don't
2: need badges to Can you, you get? Do you get enough.
0: pulled up on that Or like what's
2: You the... can't go for certain jobs You wouldn't, jobs, yeah, you like wouldn't like uh, okay. work In the League of Ireland Yeah, yeah Without yeah. a badge yeah. but it's, To be honest It's kind of like a driver's license Right yeah Like we all have the same driver's license But we're all different You know <laughs> Levels <laughs> of driving so Some can, people drive yeah. without a license Yeah <laughs> But
1: As in like other people I was like Don't tell when I did that first so long <laughs> oh I wasn't saying that <laughs> I meant like is it not tell my dad it's like having a drive license yeah. you don't have to have the badges you can still do True. it just don't tell anyone <laughs> he's a great coach he'd love that no yeah he'd just, just be slagging about the, the badges all the time but then what well, other on the other side of it sorry that's really good about the badges is Sean, you know um, my sister's neighbour Sean yeah. and Aaron Kyo so but they're doing their badges at the minute so Sean I think has two and he's 15 Oh yeah. So they're yeah. doing it through their work experience, and oh, they're in transition God. year. And he's doing like the, it's a um, it's he's doing the um, what's it called? It's a it's gonna kill me. ADP one. Yeah, something PDP like that. So he's doing all the after school. He's in transition year, something like that, and he's doing all the after school programs with his local school. Oh, very good. So it's like a give back program. So as part of his whatever he's doing in um, transition year. He had a feeder or the feeder program, the FAI feeder program, or something like that. He has to go and give back to his local community. Okay, so he does I my see. nephews yeah, yeah. Um, after school football and everything Very on a good. Monday. And he'll go and train them and help out with the local clubs and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's really good how, like, they're getting now they see, obviously, from the old generation, it is harder when you get older to be able to afford stuff because you're buying yeah, houses course. or you have a family and you can't go and get your badges and you're stopping opportunity then for people because it's like going into a job and saying, well, you have to have a qualification. Of an accountancy to be an accountant mm. if you want to be a football manager you have to have a qualification yeah. in your badges so now they're giving kids and teenagers growing up the opportunity that's to get their badges so now they can make the decision when they're older of if that's course, what they want yeah. to get into Yeah. but yes yeah, so that's where my
2: question came from Rachel do you think that? there's enough hype about the women's World Cup this year to be honest I actually taught in the last few weeks I was like god there's not much you know really being pushed Probably here agree um, Well, obviously the squad was announced um, yesterday, and I think there was that event I was at was a bit of hype. And I do, you see, the ads are starting to come out now. I think now that the squad is announced, yeah, uh, And I do think if you had to start this two or three weeks ago, it might have fizzled out. Yeah. By the time of the first game, but we have two weeks now. Sorry, I think three weeks till the first game. Um, I think now is the time to really start pushing it. Yeah. I do think they are, um, but I just hope it kind of spreads across the whole country. Definitely,
1: because you want to be walking around town or walking 100%. around places and mm-hmm. see the, the faces and see the names and see it on buses. and yeah. Because Lord knows, if that was the, the men's team, I know. We'd get, <laughs> I a, love the way we'd get, get a national holiday for other. We'd be
0: like... we get a national holiday yeah, for them. I'm telling you. Their faces would be everywhere yeah. and flags everywhere. I just really hope for... The women of Ireland that it is pushed because like they deserve it. 100%. We're in the World Cup, not the men, just yeah, FYI. Yeah. We're a part of the team. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be cheerleaders.
1: Are we? I hope so. That'd be great, wouldn't it? If there's any positions going for cheerleaders, email the teas and pod at gmail.com. Tasha and myself will make ourselves
0: very open to that. We're a bit giddy today, <laughs> now. Very giddy. Um, so yeah. You hope now over the next few weeks that there yeah, will be I do. a bit more. I do think I've seen Sky That's why we wanted advert. to get you on as yeah. well. Because
2: <laughs> we wanted to push it and get people talking about it and get the support out there. Yeah, no, I do. We definitely need a big push. Yeah. But I would like to see it. Um, you know, Sky have just released an advert. Obviously, the FAI have done a great one for the squad announcement. Yeah. But yeah, we need it really pushed out there. And obviously, like, podcasts are great and advertise on the radio. But yeah. we need posters around if the girls mm-hmm. advertise and when the games are. Because I've seen yeah. a few people... Or what time is the first match at? I mean, that should be known. Yeah, Everybody everyone should, should know. know that. Yeah. 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 But hopefully these next two or three weeks now will
1: be
0: a big push
2: for yeah. the girls.
1: Do you know what the only thing that I was thinking of is, um, how much support they're going to have in Australia. Yeah. I know, yeah. But when I you think actually think, think about it, there's probably then. going, yeah, but even the yeah. buzz yeah. around yeah. the place.
2: Yeah. I reckon there's possibly for once ever going to be more hype about our football team in another country than yes. it will be here. Yeah, yeah I don't true. know. If, you know, so originally the, Force match against Australia was supposed to be in like a or year stadium. yeah and it was changed that completely sold out yeah um, and there was such a demand for tickets they've moved it to an eighty two thousand yeah. year stadium, and that's now sold out stop yeah, yeah unbelievable yeah. isn't it like people are trying to get tickets and can't get it that's yeah. 82,000th yeah. year oh my god I know a few
0: people that are flying out for it as well
2: do yeah. you yeah taking like three week holiday mm. and going over for it. I mean that's you, you never would have got that a few years ago no, no. god no. no not at all no
0: wouldn't it even no you wouldn't even heard about it or anything um No, it does. It needs a big push now. Definitely. Will you be going over? I'm going. Yeah. How oh, are you? Yeah.
2: Me and my sister and my niece are going. Oh no. Yeah. For oh. how long? For we're going for two weeks. We'll be oh, there brilliant. for the three group games. Brilliant. So if they get out, we'll miss their the flight. <laughs> yeah, <come> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we have our flight booked home. Unfortunately, now whether that can be changed or not, I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to ask. There's for no us. way we're coming right. home if I we know. get through. <laughs> And it, it's most likely, say we come second, yeah. we get England in the next round. Oh so, yes, yeah. Now obviously getting second is going to be really tough, but I definitely really think they can do it. Yeah, 100 percent.
0: So the girls in the women's super league in England, um, we've got a few
2: actually really good players over there really as well. Good. How big is that for them? That's look. Obviously, we'd love to have them here, but you have to be realistic. 100%. that Our best players are probably going to go abroad. Um, so we've Kate McCabe is obviously our probably Her our biggest self. player yeah. yeah and she's Arsenal she's been captain she was in the Champions League team of the team of the year um, yeah. she's the only one out with the, any team who like didn't make in the final yeah, play, yeah yeah um, so that's brilliant that's she's she's world class yeah and Denise of Sullivan are two world class players and then we obviously have another few who are playing at the probably the lower teams and yeah, you have Everton Reading yeah a few different ones isn't yeah. it Liverpool so, Megan Campbell just yeah yeah no, a couple I've seen have actually been released so Megan yeah. Campbell has been released yeah. uh, oh, so West, uh, West Ham which is hard West Ham yeah so we actually Jesse Stapleton who plays yeah. for Shell, she's gone to West Ham now she yeah. played her last game for yeah, us last yeah that week. was that
0: match as well yeah. yeah
2: she's another super player she's a big future ahead of us ahead of her and then with Jess Sue and Izzy Atkinson Who so Izzy's going to the World Cup and Jess Sue only for she got so injured she'd be going Jess Sue is uh, remember I was telling Jamie that I know oh, that was my yes. sister oh okay yeah yeah, yeah, she's brilliant she's yeah. really, really, good. really really good she just um, done her ACL yeah. wasn't it so she's she's actually kind of coming back from it now she's probably missing out by a month or two maybe if the World Cup had been a bit later she might have made it but mm. she won't make it unfortunately
1: it's hard isn't it when you think about that because like, imagine I can just think the work that everyone's after putting in, on. I know, listen, it's not an easy decision for a manager or coaching staff to make either to have to pick, but it's like, can't we
0: just send everybody I know it's a once in a life like well it's, it probably isn't it's probably going to be a reoccurring thing like when they said about the seats on the plane and stuff like that I was like come on like there's big enough planes for them yeah. all yeah someone fly you over yeah come on, Kim K yeah. someone like that you know what
2: <laughs> I mean kind of yeah. need your plane. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it's more regulations that they can only yeah, bring of course. so many yeah but, um, I think each flight is 14 grand to be honest for the cause, I, cause wow. So, if you have to fly over a certain distance, FIFA fly a business class. So, the whole team are flying business class to Australia. Okay. Oh, yeah.
0: unreal. And then accommodation, everything. When you think about yeah, it. Actually. Yeah, it is. very expensive. They'll be, they be nothing over there. Yeah. <laughs> All the Irish need to bring them food. Pack lunches every day. <laughs> Imagine. I'm sure trying put some
1: shrimps on the barbie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the Australian accent.
1: Listen, not just a hairdresser. <laughs> not just a hairdresser. <laughs> So that starts in three weeks. Yeah.
2: Three yeah. weeks. The Your name's the 20th of July. 20th, 20th July. of July.
1: Yeah. That's going to be the big date now. We have to ingrain that. Everybody's brain's 20th of July. Your draw is tomorrow. Yep. Yeah.
0: 12. <sighs> 12 o'clock starts. So this will be going out next week. So it will have already been out. Yes. To, yeah. Give people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then. When does that start kick off for you? Sorry. I went That's, so that'll be the
2: first week in September.
1: And how long does that go on for then? Is it quick enough or is it drawn out? I think the
2: games are maybe the 6th and the 9th of September. So, yeah, I think the dates are pretty much set for the matches and then it's obviously where we go and so far we have to travel. You you plan it straight away.
1: And then, so did you say, is that when it's like two semifinals into a final then? So there's how many in total then are in the draw? So
2: I think there might be probably 32. So we get a group of four. Yeah. yeah, and then there'll
1: be Make one winner
2: from each yeah, yeah. amazing yeah it's so exciting. exciting I know I know that's I'm, like the first time I was so excited and then it was like Northern Ireland I was so disappointed I know <laughs> I know getting the bus up to Belfast for an hour I know
1: yeah but look it's, it's, it's a, still the same experience yeah yeah, oh, yeah of course yeah, yeah. sometimes when we get on the plane and go That's going what, I just wanted to so. go to the airport yeah that's all I wanted and then it was... they should have drove <laughs> me to Belfast airport yeah yeah
0: What, Rachel, has been your biggest achievement in football?
2: Um, Good question. Um, I think one of the biggest things was making my first appearance for Ireland. That was a big moment. Yeah. Yeah. It was really special. I think the best experience I've ever had is the World Student Games. Okay. So that's basically like an Olympics for students who are in college. So we went to South Korea to play in that. wow. Yeah. So we went there and we played like. Basically like an Olympics, but it was brilliant. You're in a village and you can see all the other athletes who live in the same block of no apartments way. and stuff. But it's funny because you can look at someone and know he's a runner or he's a swimmer. You just know by looking at people. Really? Yeah. Funny. Yeah, because we all ate in the same dining area. So you could see the team, but like they're definitely basketball. Like they're all six foot five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all the swimmers are big, broad shoulders. It was funny to see. Um, I think that was the best experience. Like we had an open ceremony at that as well where we'd done like a lap of a big huge stadium and it was oh, like wow. full and everyone cheering and fighting and everything. It was really unreal. Yeah, so was when was it? That was 2015. 2015 yeah. So that was the best, I'd say, experience that I've ever yeah. had. Um, playing the Champions League was a big one. Um, we played in the Aviva as well, which was the first time ever the Women's Cup final was put there. Um, so that was very surreal. Yeah. Walking out to the Aviva and just the, like it was so alien to us at the time. We were playing in Morton Stadium in Santry to go to, you know, the Aviva know. Stadium. It was funny, but it was funny because there's a screen, obviously, in the Aviva, but you were, like, showing replays of the match as we were playing, and you're kind of, like, looking out the corner of your eye, like, <laughs> someone's had taking a shot, and then the keeper takes a kick out, but you're a kind of, looked, yeah, looking yeah. at the shot on the screen. You're it was like, just see so 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 yeah. <laughs> just nothing like we've ever had before. Yeah. Like it was yeah. just mad, but um, that was a great experience. Um, I think, like, to be honest, I think the biggest thing that I've ever got out of sports, my friends... Um, I've made lifelong friends people that I'll have you know friends that I've known since under 14, 16 yeah. and they're still my best friends now so I think if anyone playing in sport that's the biggest thing you take away from it, is the people you meet and the friends you make definitely, so that's yeah. what you'd encourage for young that. girls now yeah yeah. look it's not like obviously I've kind of been on a, a elite pathway but it's it's definitely not all about that it's,
0: yeah
2: you learn life skills you meet new people you know it, it really does teach you a lot and it is it is brilliant for, for people to get involved in. so I'd really if you're on the fence about joining sport, I'd definitely, definitely give it a go. Especially young girls. We need yeah. more yeah. of them, don't we?
0: Definitely. There is a lot
2: now, to be fair. Yeah, like no, it's the a difference better better.
0: now from like 20 years ago even. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like 10 yeah. years ago. Like like I think I'm... I was the
2: only, sorry, the girl. No. I was the only girl when I played for Trinity who was in I the was whole league. To, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, That's funny, actually. I just thought that now we were saying about girls getting discouraged. Uh, yeah. So I used to play right wing and I was starting a match and I must have been 11 or 12. Um, and I was standing on the right wing waiting to start the match and... Their manager, who was obviously a man, said to their left winger, oh, you, you'll have an easy game today, now you're marking a girl. And he said it, like, to my face. And I would have been 11 or 12, like... But to be honest, he couldn't have encouraged me more for that match. I just thought, oh, I'll show you. Yeah, you know, that see, way. that's it, He'd yeah. Really, he couldn't have motivated me anymore. But that could have torn some girl away forever. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, it's Like, Do you know what? I'm not playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah this isn't for me. But yeah. that's
1: what I remember. That's what I was going to say there a second ago. I remember being a kid and it not being pushed on people so much. Yeah. So like, I remember some families, you know, like when you're a kid, you'd be like, like, oh, they're the real fifth family. All of them run. Their mom, dad go run and they go run and they eat real clean. they do not let have sweets like when you're a kid. Whereas other than those couple of families that weren't like really common, everyone else was like, you, oh yeah, I'll go and play football this week. But you know what? I'm not bothered next week. Or I got a Game Boy this week. So I'm more interested in that. There was no kind of, structure i yeah. don't think
0: when we were kids i think if your father or your you know had played it yeah then it was like mm-hmm. drilled into you, you yeah I mean? whereas like-, like when i grew up my dad is an avid football
1: fan like lives eats breathes sleeps it like you've no idea so i was that with him but i never played it yeah. it just wasn't in me t- i didn't want to play it because i would and this is going to sound really bad it's no disrespect to him I would have never been good enough for what he, he wanted he would have wanted from me mm. as in he would have wanted me to go and play and do trials and go and play the best I could and whatever that I wasn't what I wanted I wanted to go and do dancing and I wanted to be in panto and I'd done all that that's what I enjoyed to do and he was so proud of me for doing that And we still have a good relationship now as in I'll go and watch all the matches with him I'll be like dad we'll go up and watch Pats on a Friday yeah come up with me we'll do all of that but because I wasn't, I guarantee you, if I had been a boy. Oh, 100%. Would have been completely different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He would have been like, you're playing football. And I probably would have wanted to. Now, like, came now. Yeah, so my nephew's seven. I'll actually show you a video after. And my dad's had him out training. So he's like, like my dad, like would probably sleep with a football on his bed if he could. And just wants to play all the time. He actually broke his arm when he was four playing football with 13 year olds. Out on the street. Out on the street. and the lads, they're so used to him because he was so good, and he put it up to them, and they were tackling and whatever. And he came into my sister with his arm like completely bent out of shape, and had to get like the bones like put back together, wire back together, and all. But he no fear in him. And my dad's had him out training the last month since my dad's football's been finished, and he's like coming on leaps and bounds. And my dad wants him to go and do mascotting so that he gets, a like you know, a feel yeah, for, for it all. Yeah. And so I think. When we were younger, it wasn't pushed on you. I don't think. I don't think it was like you have to do that. Like encouraged more. So yeah. And even in school, the after-school activities. I don't know what it was like for you in school, but ours were kind of not really pushed on you. I don't think there was any in my school. That's what I mean. <laughs> Whereas so, now, you're talking mine, about like primary, or secondary, primary even. Yeah. Or secondary, secondary. We used to just some sports. I used to do athletics and stuff in secondary. I can't run. Like you all know, I can't run. I used to just able to get out of class.
0: But I've my never niece, actually seen you run.
1: <laughs> now well, that you bring that up have no <laughs> but my niece is 14 now and I mean she's like make a oh, yeah. camogie I'll
2: everything. play football
1: I'll go for a 5k run yeah. I'll do a triathlon I'll go mountain biking I'll go skiing like she will do everything yeah. and it's so encouraged now to do more of that stuff which I think is brilliant it's gonna definitely breed a new generation
0: but okay. when you think about it, like Rachel started with a boys team. Yeah. Like Lindsay Davey sta- started with, there was no girls team. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, how the difference has been in made that short space is, of time. and now that you're saying about Kayla as well, playing everything,
2: like, you know, so what I mean? good. we're, we're really headed good. in
0: such a good direction. Yeah. You've
2: uh, changed history, Rachel. <laughs> yeah. But that's, I think, when you're younger, when I was younger, it was if you played football, you were a tomboy. Yeah. yeah. You know, whereas yeah. now, like, we can see, I didn't know any female football players when I was younger, yeah. I didn't know any of the women's team. Whereas now the young girls have they know all this, the players. Mm. Like a Kate McCabe's a superstar. I yeah. know she can't go anywhere. I was her. showing
1: Gary actually only a little while ago. Remember, I was like, oh God, because I I will appreciate a good looking woman like, but I said to Gary, look at this girl. And he was like what? And I was showing him Alicia Layman. And he was like sorry, were you showing my you were there? Girl? You were there. I don't remember that. I don't listen to you. I showed you actually I think and he was like, give me a look at her. And I showed him and he was like what is she like in like some nuts magazine or something and i was like no and then we looked her up and i was showing him clips and he was like oh my god because she still goes Grand, and has, i'll give the ring back <laughs> bleach blonde hair eyelashes hold lot. so she's the girliest girl yeah but she is the sickest footballer yeah. like she's unreal like she's cutthroat and it just shows like you say don't have to be a to tomboy no, now not yeah. it's not like that yeah. anymore yeah no times really are change and i'm all for 100% definitely There are our women in Ireland at the minute like yeah in every aspect yeah. Gaelic boxing athletics everything like we, I don't even know if you looked into it I think we've reset 11 world records in athletics this year that's amazing females it's unbelievable they had it on their radio last week and all the different types of um, competitions that are on at the minute I think it's 11 they've reset this year for personal best and for world records for that's female amazing. athletics it's mad so what's your plans for the future tell us um
2: you're invo- are you involved with FAI now? So I work in the yeah. FAI Yeah. So that's obviously my day job. Yeah. Um so what is it you're can you talk about? Yeah. yeah. I just I'm a grassroots executive, so I'm office based. Okay. So I work say on the admin side of our grassroots programs. Um, but I'm more f- for I'm more focused on like our female games or our female participation programs. Um so we have a few for to get girls in at a young age and keep them involved. Um, so that's my day job. Um Good question. I, I, to be honest, I haven't really looked too par, far past playing. I always just felt like, oh, I'll just play forever. Play forever but yeah. it's creeping up now that, you know, it won't last forever. So I've started to kind of get involved in the media side of football. Um, I've done a bit of punditry on rt too, for the Men's oh, League of love Ireland. Oh, yeah. yeah, so I'd love to get involved in that side of stuff. Um, it's obviously very competitive to get involved in. You have to be, you know, your stuff. So it's definitely something I'll definitely try my best to get involved in. Um, I'll obviously try and give coaching a bit of a go um and would you like to do <clears throat> sorry as in youth football teams you'd, be, you'd want
1: to be coaching or do you think you could go and want to be like a league of ireland women's coach like what yeah, do
2: you think I, to be honest i don't see myself being a manager no um, i don't no it's too stressful it's <laughs> too many people <laughs> too many psychologist many to make. Kind of, yeah psychologists are 20 people like i just don't know it's if that's for me Um yeah. the oldest i've coached is under 16s um that is a nice age to coach um I suppose I'll just give it a go see where it takes me I don't really like setting plans in place that I have to do this by this age or I have to do this when I finish I'll just see where things take me yeah, the world's your oyster mm, yeah. try
0: everything and see what fits that's like our age now I think we're just like we're, we're just sailing through life still Yeah, you know what I mean yeah that's why my mom and dad are like come on now get your shit together and I'm like duh, 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 duh. another thing I want to talk about just to give it a bit of promotion is the girls in green colouring book and I only your sister actually brought this up to me at the game and um, so it is for the Deaf Futsal Championship in Brazil this November
2: and they're selling colouring books to help raise money for yeah so they don't obviously don't have enough funding to to make it over there so it's actually a good friend of mine Shauna Cook yeah, um, and Shuey Bourne who's an ex League of Ireland player have done this together Um, and yeah they've created um, a big fund now for the women's team they obviously still need more so if anyone yeah i'm definitely going to put it on the page and um put a link to it that it will but the coloring book itself is actually the story of how the women got to the the world cup so it's brilliant oh Um, yeah yeah for young girls or young boys or if anyone's a teacher in a school it'd be brilliant to give it to them yeah yeah so you you know you get a little bit of an education how we got there and then obviously exactly and it's for a good cause as well exactly yeah yeah. i think just the big takeaways get as much support as we can for the girls. Yeah, um, definitely. And I know there is a bit of a homecoming for them as well. Um, obviously, we don't know the date yet because we don't know when they're going to come home. But yeah. even to get people out to that would be brilliant. So, I mean, oh, they've done the country proud. I knew I meant to say something. Did you see... I don't know. Are You're you
1: definitely seeing this. Did you see this song that Carl Mullen done? on 2 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mark McCabe remix yeah. I actually thought that was brilliant yeah fair play to him the yeah. lyrics and all in it were so good that's what we need you need a yeah. bit of hype like oh, that 100% behind yeah. it definitely so we'll have that the on more it, the, the merrier the yeah. yeah so come on the girls
0: in green yeah <laughs> I just hurt myself oh, did you
1: <laughs> sorry
2: um, yeah. yeah so definitely we're gonna be 100% behind them and um, if people... 20th of July is yeah. the first one yeah and then we play Canada And then we play Nigeria. And then hopefully another game after that.
0: There will be. No hopefully about it. We'll be out of the group. Put it out there, yeah. Yeah. Rachel will be not coming home.
2: Yeah, she'll be
0: missing the flight. That's all she'll be missing. Oh God, no. But thank you so much for coming on. And um, you're such an inspiration to all the women in Ireland. Anyone who is out there putting themselves out there for our country, I think deserves a big
1: round definitely. Of and maybe we might have you back on in a few months and hopefully you'll be telling us about all the success yeah that you'll witness over yeah, in Australia I, oh, know, I think yeah. they'll do
2: well I really do give yeah, them a chance yeah. yeah definitely it'll be great to see yeah well. but look no matter what I think they've done us proud oh 100% definitely. Yeah, definitely. 100% thank you right, so thank much thank you so much Rachel thanks for having thank me
0: thank you be sure to follow us on Instagram at the Teas and C's podcast We'll be uploading
1: posts and stories about upcoming episodes and guests and you can also email us at Pod at gmail.com.
0: Don't forget to follow, rate and hit the bell to receive new episode notifications on Spotify. Bye! Bye. Bye.